This is the Enneagram 8 Podcast, and we're here to take you inside the armor. Oh, girl. Oh, that was close. sorry. She almost didn't hear too. Is that going to go? Okay. Let's get this off the table. I yeah. like this. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready. We're here today and so grateful because for whatever reason, we've had a really hard time getting sevens to commit to talking deeply about themselves. I wonder why. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a good candidate for so many reasons that will probably unpack. But Erin um, is Erin's very good friend, <laughs> spelled a little differently. But Erin um, and Erin and I went camping, I think it was two summers ago, and just like realized how naturally that energy fits. Kind of like ease and spontaneity and just like go with the flow kind of vibe with the drive to just have a good time and, and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. So it was like a good taste of why we can do friendships so, so well. Let's, Thank you for being here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. A little nervous, but super happy. <laughs> so we'll just touch on a quick overview of what the Enneagram Institute says about how seven and eights are in relationship and how they're similar. Um, they talk about how both sevens and eights are highly assertive, independent, and strong-willed. They resist being controlled or limited by authorities or even by internal psychological mechanisms. Once someone or even some inner voice says do not, both sevens and eights respond with a defiance and a desire to push the limits whatever they may be. They're both practical, this world oriented, and not necessarily worldly or materialistic, but concerned with concrete affairs, finding happiness and fulfillment in the here and now. Which is <laughs> <laughs> why we have so much fun together. That's so true, eh? Mm. If someone tells me I can't do something, I'm like, oh yeah, I can. That probably fits in each reflection the last 10, 20 years of life, and that's absolutely where it fits. I don't know, can I dive in and like yeah. talk about yeah. myself a little bit? Oh, so, that's why we're here. So I'm a physiotherapist by training and trade and had the good fortune of working in many, many different great places. And um, life had me move around a little bit, ended up in Ottawa with these guys and started working for some clinics and was really, really unhappy with the quality of care that was being given and decided the only way to solve the problem was to open my own clinic and became an entrepreneur with like no training and no experience and really no idea what I was doing and four small children and a at the time husband, now ex-husband, who was gone all the time, but I couldn't be told no. And I look back now, like, what was I thinking? And it worked, and it's fine. Because your mantra in life is, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it yeah. usually is. Yeah. For those seven. Yeah. It'll be fine. I like having a full plate. The busier, the better. So nothing feels intimidating, because I've never not been able to handle what's thrown at me. So I can do it. It'll be fine. Is absolutely... I think how I go through life. I have wondered about sevens. Is part of what's going on with the keeping the full plate that you don't want to stay still because then you'll think and you don't really want to be alone with maybe some harder things. So if you just stay busy. Yeah. Staying busy, I think is a a coping mechanism that I'm working hard now to try and not be, but it's, I've had some more downtime and I feel it. I feel it with cooking. I feel it with baking. I, yeah, downtime is hard. It's really, really hard. And I've, yeah, I haven't had an opportunity to really feel a lot of downtime in the last 20 years. Yeah. And we do the same thing, right? That's why I know it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know it's true. It's just, um, the word for the seven energy is restless. Yeah. And I know restlessness is a symptom of wanting to escape something. So it's just like run, run, run to avoid sitting. But I have the four that 
allows me to do that more comfortably. Yeah. And Aaron, we also have determined is probably the same tri-type as me, like mm. the seven, eight, With the three, three, which yes. is go, go, go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So resting for us is very difficult. Very hard. I'm pretty good at taking care of myself too. Like I like to eat well. I like to exercise. I know a good piece of taking care of myself is sitting still and meditating. And I avoid it like the plague. Like <laughs> every day I'm like, I should meditate today. And then every day I do not meditate. And like it's the hardest part of self-care is the stillness part. And it probably means it's the most important part. And I still don't do it. Yeah. The yeah. thing we avoid probably points to the thing yeah. we need. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yoga, still there. <laughs> totally. I remember having, <laughs> trying to introduce Enneagram to a seven in my life, and he just recoiled because it was a box. Hmm. It was just another box. Hmm. And he walked right into the stereotype. It was quite funny. Yeah. Um, I was like, you're revealing your box right there. <laughs> but he's like, I will not be boxed. I will not be put in a box. And I had another seven tell me like, I don't want the fence closed. Like, I um, need the fence open so I can come and go. But I, do you remember, like, you were helping me figure out what Enneagram I was when if this was probably one of the hardest times seasons. in my life, seasons yeah. of my life, for sure. Actually, I can thought, I say something? Yes. Just going back to what we were saying earlier about you never stopping moving. One of the most fascinating, admiring, and crazy things I think I ever watched you do is, yes, when COVID hit, they closed your business, mm -hmm. right? Your mm -hmm. physio business. And Erin was a single mom with four kids at home and zero income at that point her way of coping was to sign up for university i was gonna mention that to like do that. a master's degree <laughs> in business health admin yeah <laughs> and, and she did she mm -hmm. sure did mm -hmm. she did that all while continuing to run her clinic once they reopened it and mm -hmm. but it was like her safety net right yes yeah. you're like i'm not gonna no one will put me in this box yeah i will not say. i will not be in this in this position to not have an escape plan and a backup plan a backup plan is the right word i needed a backup plan and there wasn't one I'm like what can i do i'm like i need to find Find a way to make my physio skills, entrepreneurship skills transferable to not entrepreneurship. And that was uh, that was my little way out. So I had two years now I've got as a backup plan. I still plan on using it eventually, but things are okay at work right now. But absolutely I've got a backup plan all the time for Whereas, everything. Like, this other seven, he doesn't want to be trapped emotionally. Mm. So he didn't like the idea that I was starting to see him. Mm. Like really, really see him and yeah. have words to explain it. That's the it's box the he didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. So you're speaking to something a little different. It was wild. Like the yeah. more, the more he sensed I was closing in on his motivations, the more he like skittered backwards. Hmm. It was very interesting. That's, it is really interesting because there are certainly some people that I would not want them to tell me what I am like, mm -hmm. but there are some people that I welcome it from. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Aaron and you are. I'm, I'm, I'd love to hear what you guys think of me. I really do. But there are other Enneagram types that I would really struggle to hear that from. Uh, so that's really interesting. Uh -huh. It's an interesting And I, I was one of the closest people to him. So hmm. it definitely, I think it spoke to a childhood piece where hmm. he had a family, um, like a really religious family, who were telling him what box to be in. Hmm. And he was trying to like navigate the difference mm -hmm. between someone safe and someone not. Yeah. So I will say, Aaron, I remember years and years ago when you and I would have conversations, like more serious conversations. And if I tried to push you, you would back up and say, you would tell me why you were fine. But you were always interested to hear what it was I would want to say. Mm -hmm. And then you would just convince yourself that that didn't apply to you. Hmm. In, in a way of like evading kind of the... I always remember you loved control. And I think part of that was you had a husband who was overseas all the time. Yeah. And it was the only way you could manage having four young kids. Yeah. 
and that out of control piece that you had no control over, right? So there was a lot, you managed your home with a lot of control. Yeah. And I think you did it really well. But looking now from this lens, the seven goes to one in stress yes. and they make lots of rules. <laughs> yes. So and that's when we first started talking with the Enneagram, I was convinced I was a one. I'm a one. I was sure that I was a one. And it took what, three or four months that we were chatting about it regularly. I was like, I don't think I'm a one. You know what it was? You said one day, you're like, I can't, like, I think I'm a one, but it just doesn't fit with the fact that in the movie, Inside Out, I am joy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I am joy. <laughs> and then I met you and, and like got a lock on your energy and I was like, I seven. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Joe brought it in and was like, yeah, she is not a Was it you? Was it you? I'm just feeling you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I type people is yeah. I like feel the energy and yeah. I'm like, I know what a one is. Yeah. No. You, my that. dear, are not. No. That's no. for sure. Yeah, very different no. energy. But I would say you are like at this point in your life, you are incredibly open. Like you are willing to change your points. I've watched you the last three years, mm-hmm. right? Like be very certain in a point of view and be very open to looking at the other side mm-hmm. and be willing to change your mind. Mm-hmm. That's remarkable in a seven. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Quite. It's remarkable well, in all of us, but especially in the seven. Yeah. I think that the last three years, as hard as they've been, have also given no opportunity but to grow. Yeah. Like, there's no choice but to grow when you go through some sh- bad stuff. You can, can I share? You can share okay. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to go through the shit that we went through for the last three years is like, you can't come out of that okay without huge growth, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, and asking I, yourself questions. Huge, big questions. Yeah, big time, reflections yeah. on I disagree. Of stuff. I think you can come out of that with zero growth and be harder than ever because I see people. It's yeah. a choice we have, right? It yeah, is maybe. a choice we make yeah. to either take the opportunity to grow and learn and be open and question things yeah. and ourselves and why we think we the way we do and where we stand mm-hmm. or to hone, it's like, the Enneagram, right? You can really dig into your ego mm-hmm. and just get more firmly planted there. We, mm-hmm. get, we do get a choice. And you did take that opportunity to, I think you are, yeah, the best version of yourself. I Aww. want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> That's so I funny because I think that I am how I am today because of all the time that we've spent together in the last three years. Yeah. And I think that you being you, but you being an eight and pushing for growth and pushing for change in the kindest, gentlest way is, I mean, that I think I can attribute a lot of my growth to that too. Yeah. I just, I want to honor the piece that you played in allowing it because truly, 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 if I were to describe every other seven in my life, it's like a white cat that's falling and will always land on its feet, Mm -hmm. but not in a good way. By that, I mean the default is to do a brilliant mind dance And Mm -hmm. always land on just like Mm -hmm. standing on your own mind and your own thoughts Mm -hmm. and rejecting Mm -hmm. everybody else's push. Mm -hmm. It's pure independence. That's what you think of with cats. It's like, I will do what I want to do and screw you. But I'm I'm still fiercely independent. That's never going to go away. Yeah, absolutely. And that could have ruined your chance for growth. But you said yes to it. And that's what is just wild. A rare gem, I must say. Oh, guys. (laughs) Compliments are hard. (laughs) I know they are. (laughs) Yeah, I do like hearing that. You're doing a good job is probably the best thing Mm -hmm. to hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From important people. (laughs) matter. When it's not fluffy people. Yeah. I hate fluff. Um, I did mention cat. That's fluffy, but... Okay, this next piece speaks to the similarity of eights and sevens as that having that energy that doesn't really run out and like a feeling of vitality in the room. I'll add 
the spontaneity, the willingness to kind of up and go on a dime. Yeah. Which we just don't have with a lot of people. And so it's really nice to have people who, you know, you're going to probably get a yes from them. The tricky thing is you guys have a lot of things you want to say yes to. And sometimes you bump us off the list and that for (laughs) us, that sucks. But the yes is like very potential, (laughs) very, very potential. And I've always identified that, um, me, my tri-type has a weightiness and you guys pull me out of it. Hmm. Like I love to be able to be pulled into lightness Hmm. and fun and laughter when my default might be to like, I have to hold the whole world on my shoulders or something. And you guys are like, get over yourself. Let's go party. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go canoeing. Let's go canoeing. Let's go canoeing. That's right. You two in your canoeing. And yeah, just that longing for like freshness. Like we want the feeling of fresh air and movement instead of stagnancy. Like Mm -hmm. we hate, hate the idea of like bog water Mm -hmm. or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And on the whole, you guys represent being like more external and more willing to speak out in a room. We tend to like silently hold weight or whatever, but you'll, you'll like very Eight constantly. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we, on yeah. the whole, you guys are definitely more your external processors. We yes. can be, but we, we do both. Yeah. But you guys always need to process more yes. externally. Absolutely. And that gives us the confidence to maybe speak out more and, and stand up for the thing we think yeah. is being done wrong or whatnot because we can hear it echoed Mm -hmm. in your thinking and you guys seem to do it in a way that doesn't cause as much offense it's like it's very fascinating to hear like somehow you can say something that we could say but from us it causes offense just because of the energy we're giving off Hmm. whereas you can say it and get away with it Hmm. it's annoying but also cool Mm -hmm. It's very cool. So it's fun to be friends with a seven that thinks the same way you do on Mm -hmm. a hard topic because we can witness you putting it out there and getting away with it. Yeah. We're like, I'm with her. I'm with you. Yeah. What she said. (laughs) I definitely don't think before I speak. No. I definitely, the words have been coming out of my mouth before I can realize what's happening. That's a hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. I have to problem solve by saying the words out loud to another person. So a lot of my problem solving is done with an audience. Yeah. And, and I'm exactly the same. Like, yeah, yeah that's how I process. You're high seven. Yeah. yeah. I'm high seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the thinking's so delayed for me. So yeah. I really do have to like talk forever to like get yeah. the actual like headpiece. Yeah. I talk a lot. <laughs> it's because I think all the processing has to be done out my mouth. That's just the way it goes. Totally. Yeah. You can choose to hold it in though and choose your timing. That's yes. the difference. It's true. Yeah, I can't. No, I know. No. Oh, there's times where I've coached her and I'm like, you said that to your patient? And she's yeah. like, it's fine. We're friends. Yeah. You guys were friends before? No, no. They're become my friend now. Everyone's your friend. I Everyone's love it. Friend. Everyone. It's true. Everyone is my friend. Yeah. It's Everyone true. knows who you are up front. There's yeah. nothing hidden. There's no. nothing to uncover or be suspicious about. Like you're, you are who you are. I almost, well, I almost want to enter a relationship saying this is everything. Here's everything. And I share way more than I should way too soon. And I'm getting a little better at that now. All right. But has it been abused? Um, I don't know. So here's a question. I'll be like, no, of course not. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> and then I'll turn to look at Aaron and be like, has it? No, but I think it's hurt people. I think it's hurt. I don't think it's been abused, but I think it's hurt people. Yeah. I don't know if you'd know if it was abused. Maybe not. I don't know that you would know because you think the best of everybody. I do think the best of everybody. Yeah, the reframing. They didn't mean it. Exactly. That wasn't what they intended. Yeah. That's not how. Well, that's how you end up staying in an abusive marriage for 20 years. Yeah. Because you can reframe and reframe and reframe and reframe for a very, very long time. 
This is a really good moment, actually. How did you... Are we allowed to go there? Mm -hmm. Can you give our listeners who are in a hard marriage Mm -hmm. the breakdown of what happened inside of you to free you from the weight you carried from all of that and the power that he had over you for so long? Because even when you guys broke up, you were still stuck in a situation where you were... If only I could be better... He's the only we person. We would be okay. Yeah. 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 That was, that was kind of the mantra for the whole marriage. If I was better, we would be okay. So this is, this is where I was mentioning to you guys before we started today that I've done some work outside of Enneagram in the last few years just to, to work on some emotional healing and mental health healing stuff. The work to be able to even say that what he did was wrong is really hard. The work to, I'm losing words because it's so, I'm trying not to cry. So I'm trying so cry. to try and hold feelings in. The thoughts go away because thoughts and feelings don't work at the same time, I think, for seven sometimes. Yeah. Then let it out. So yeah. do what you need to do. We've had people cry Success. on the podcast. Yeah. And we can take it whatever I've you cried want. on the podcast before. That's fine. No, no it's, it's more yeah. that the, the words start to stop as soon as there's feelings involved. Right. It's really hard, right? Like to, to feel a feeling yeah. and then try and have words. Or I don't know if it's a seven thing or if that's just a me thing or if, what that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's one moment. It's been it's been just a lot of of work. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I have clarity now. I have clarity now what my role was in our relationship breakdown. I have clarity now on what his role was, and I can see him for the hurting person that he is. And I have compassion, but I also have the ability to hold him at a distance and give him the responsibility for what his behavior was and how it was not okay and not feel like it's my fault. That's the growth piece. I don't feel like it's my fault anymore. Yeah, but now I don't want him around. I have not answered your question very well. No, this is fine. What did you see in her? So I think that one of the hardest times of walking with you in our friendship was was the time like three years ago. Like, yes, the world was falling apart. That was falling apart. Your marriage Mm -hmm. had fallen apart. Mm -hmm. But it was the lack of your worth. Yeah. I think that was so hard to see. And I do see this in sevens, right? I see it in other sevens. I know there's this, and that maybe that's the avoiding piece. It's like, I don't want to acknowledge that. I don't think I'm worthy of these things. So I'm going to excuse them or say I could have done it better. It's just on me Mm -hmm. because then I'm in control, right? All of that. Yeah. But watching you kind of take the ownership for things that weren't yours to own or allowing him. And I say this with so much gentleness and grace don't but allowing him to put you in a tailspin for Mm -hmm. something that wasn't yours to own yeah the joy of like you reading an email he wrote (laughs) and us laughing our asses off yeah and you being able to laugh and then your response to the email of one sentence yeah it was just like the best thing i've ever seen yeah because we do love seeing people thrive, right? That's yeah. our greatest joy. And then seeing the people we love thrive, there's just nothing better than that. Just seeing you escape from that mm-hmm. box you put yourself in, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying mm-hmm. you do have the power and control and not giving ownership to where it was deserved. Mm-hmm. He needed to own what he owned and mm-hmm. he said that. But the freedom I think you are in now of being free of the weight of his actions being your yeah. responsibility. Yeah. I think some point when we talked about the Enneagram, we talked about how sevens often come from a childhood. Like we all are who we are because of our childhoods. But I think that there's, with sevens, a piece of a wound is a child of neglect. And so, here we go. So with that comes a lack of self-worth. 
and truly feeling like you're not lovable. And you carry that through into all your relationships. So if you can't be loved, you fight pretty hard to take care of yourself and to prove your worth Mm -hmm. in other ways. And yeah, the independence is a response to that. The, The I can do better. I can do this. I can do better. There's an Enneagram piece I listened to once about sevens that are making their own bottles when they're three months old because take care of yourself, right? And I think that's where that comes from. The therapy's been good. It's a lot, <laughs> lot of talking about this stuff. But yeah, that, that lack of worthiness really drives. I think that's what's underneath it all, which is probably why it's really hard for sevens to talk about it. Oh, it's too because, heavy. Yeah it's, oh, yeah, it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some, some bad stuff that goes on to little tiny sevens mm-hmm. to kind of make us who we are some hard stuff. And I think that's why we really need to highlight how important it is that you went, you dove into this. Yeah. Cause like Joe said, this is rare. Yeah. It's for my kids though. Like that's the motivation for, them, for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The kids, I need to be the best I can be for the kids. And the only way they're going to be okay with the crap that the last three years have been for them is for me to be okay and to truly be okay, to truly give them an emotionally safe place to be an open place to see self love and to see all that is, it's so important. So it still comes from that same motivation of, well, I can do this. Like that's right. That's still what it is. Yes. It'll be fine. I can do this. It's just pushing it in a different direction, in the direction of healing emotionally, but it's the same energy. And it's that same motivation. It's that same being true to myself stuff that's pushed me in that direction. And it's not, it's for me, but it's for my kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's for my kids. Yeah. I like, as you're talking, I'm seeing like a picture of like a little bird whose wings are actually shredded but they're flapping so, so hard just to stay in the air, like flapping and flapping and flapping. Um, and yet with you, I see that you've like actually come to roost and you're actually standing still preening, like taking the time to actually like take care of your feathers, get them back in order because then you'll like really take off after that. But so few of them do. There's like sevens all over the world who are tattered. Just like flapping, flapping frantically. Yeah. And to us, it looks like, oh, they're flying. Yeah. They're flying. Oh, they look mm. so cheerful, but like they're in tatters. Oh, yeah. Total tatters, like yeah. frantic tatters. Sorry, I'm having a profit moment. I literally saw Just, visions. Go for it. I love it. <laughs> I see visions and things. Mm-hmm. That's literally, I think, the truth of yeah. what's happening. But it's a beautiful image. Yeah. It, it's hitting, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you're crying. That's how it's it hitting. Works. That's how far obviously Yeah. Works. I think you're still in the printing process. Like mm-hmm. you're actually still cleaning off your wings and they're mending. And like, I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. What, what does it look like to see a seven flying with the pure joy and freedom and healing? Like mm-hmm. we're going to like watch it happen. Yeah. And it will be like a testimony. Mm-hmm. And then you'll probably be able to spot the other frantic ones. Like, yeah, it'll now be your lens and you're yeah. going to see it. And you're going to be well, like, I already do. Like I already do. Like the amount of, the amount of clarity is given. And as a physio, my patients come in and I don't just see them as, as physio patients anymore. I see them as whole humans and I see their emotional hurt now. It's like, Oh, this is so like, it's amazing already. My growth, how it's changing my work and it's changing my relationships and it's changing so many things. And it's interesting you talk birds because I've always thought of myself as a duck floating in the water, looking so calm, mm-hmm. so good. Those little legs underneath are just mm-hmm. going all the oh, time. Totally. So it's such a similar image, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Such a similar image. energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, the frantic <laughs> yeah. little feet underneath the water totally. going, but everybody else sees this calm duck. Oh, yeah. This calm floating duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So true. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. Interesting, five years ago, if I could have done this five years ago and done it again now to see the differences, eh? Because five years ago, 
Friends been... bird flopping. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. fine. I'm fine. <laughs> totally. Everything's fine. <laughs> Look at all the joy I bring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm so happy all the time. The best part is you you are genuinely a yes. joyful human. Yes. In the midst of all this shit, you yeah. still carry so much joy. And that is yeah. the gift of sevens, right? Even yeah. wounded sevens yeah. are joy. It's just, oh, yeah. They're yes. not taking care of themselves. Mm. Well, it's yeah. it's like everything, right? It's yeah. your superpower and your weakness all wrapped all up in one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all in one. I know. Can I tell a happier seven story now? Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> a little lighter one. When you're talking about um, sevens to say yes to everything all the time. My daughter and I did a canoe trip through uh, Algonquin Park. We followed the Petawell River. For anybody who lives in Canada or Ontario, they'll know this is a whitewater river. And we were in a lake canoe. Those things don't mix. You do not take a lake canoe, a light one, into whitewater. But um, every now and then we'd get to a rapid. I'm like, this one will be good. Let's ride this one together. And <laughs> like, it'll be fine. Literally, until the moment you hit the rapid, you're like, uh-oh, this is not going <laughs> to be fine. not going to be yeah. fine. <laughs> Whereas my daughter, I don't know for sure what Enneagram type she is. I'd say she's a nine if I had to. She's like, mom, no, mom, no, mom, we shouldn't do this. Mom, this is a bad idea. Until we're in it, then she's good. So it was the craziest thing to watch. We just switched. And it was, so the whole trip was like, can we do this rapid? And she'd be like, no. And then as soon as we're in, I'm like, this is a bad idea. She's like, mom, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, it'll be fine. And then you're in it and you have to deal with it though, right? Like what an analogy for life too, for a seven is it's going to be fine. So you'll take your lake canoe down the right whitewater rapids mm-hmm. and you'll make it happen. And you'll make it work and you'll make it on the other end totally okay. And you do. But you're, you're like, whew, that's a lot. <laughs> Also speaks to the need for a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like a bunch of sevens in that situation. It's not the most helpful. <laughs> no, not, no. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, I had to give my kid, kid veto power. <laughs> She's much better uh, backcountry camper than I am. So she had veto power the whole time. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. You gotta know when well, she, she recognizes the limit. Mm-hmm. Like she'll push things, but she knows where the end is. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. True, whereas all three of us are not yeah. the best at that. No, no, no we're not. <laughs> sure, it's fun though. Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. And I wouldn't change and it. And you never know what will happen. Yeah. It's always a surprise. It's yeah. way more fun for to all be the in- disasters. Yeah. The like, the wins are worth all of it. Yeah. Also, there's just so much joy in getting to like describe the disaster. Yeah. <laughs> like when things go wrong, that's the best stories. For example, that's why I tell you this all the time. Yeah. You don't get the good stories out of the easy times. <laughs> No. It's the hard stuff that makes the best stories. Well, yep. And the risk. Like yeah. the, the tricky thing is with us, we um we don't recognize it's a risk. Like you're mm-hmm. just And Joe's saying us, she's saying eights and sevens. With eights her and hands sevens in a circle. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we that came up uh right at the beginning of our journey. We were talking about risk and um and the eights were very insistent. We take risks. We take risks. But the thing is, we don't even know it's a risk. We're just jumping into things. Mm-hmm. Like we're just saying, we don't yes. feel like it's risky. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 we no, don't no. feel fear. No. So yeah. it's like actually not a badge for us because it's not hard for us That's to right. take, yeah. to do risky things because we haven't actually felt like it's a risk. Yeah. It's the same thing about courage. We don't feel fear. So that doesn't make us brave. No. All three of us tend to just jump on into things and other people are like, oh my word, that's a risk. And we're yeah. like, it, it, huh? is it? No, it's good. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's a commonality. Okay. We need to like get into you guys as friends, the actual eight, seven dynamic a little bit. You maybe talk a little bit more about like, what is it that me as an eight, do you know other eights? Mm, no one who would know that they're an eight. I think, I think maybe they are. Okay. But 
I'm not sure. What is it that they bring to the table that you, that you need or that you feel that makes you better or you wish you had some of? I don't know. This is where, okay, here it is. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> is that it? Is that actually what it is? Because that's what I want to do right now. And if I need an answer about something, that's exactly what I'll do. Like, Erin, can you tell me right now, please? <laughs> You've touched on some of pushing. it. Pushing. Yeah, that Erin yeah. was actually pushing you through yeah. when you would have avoided. Yeah. I feel like we did have some hard conversations. Like, I do feel like I was in a place where I was able to, I mean, I was outside of what was going on with you and and your relationship. So it was easier for me to be very diplomatic about what was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And in doing that, I think sometimes I just had to ask you hard questions. Like, why are you not valuable in this? Or where is your pl- Like, how come you hold no value in mm-hmm. this space? And I don't, th- I think in those moments you shut that down, yeah. but you go and you ponder and you think, yes. right. And it's yeah. those, many people say this to us, right. We're, it's the pushing. It's again, it's the pushing. Yeah. And sometimes we do it for better or worse. And we push people who it. aren't ready and, yeah. We knock them to the ground and skin their knees. And, and you guys don't have a, a fake front. Like, there's nothing fake about eights. They say it like it is. And I like, I like that. I think as a, a seven, um, I don't do well with, with fakeness. Like, there's a better word. I'm sure there's a better word for this. Authenticity. Yeah. Like, I need, I need authentic people. I need to know they're authentic. I need to know they're, they are who they say they are. I feel like eights show that. And they're, so they're not a scary person. Because I know exactly who they are. I know exactly what to expect. Um, they come sometimes a little bit of, of edge and a little bit of, of hardness, but I don't mind that hardness. Like, yeah, there's another good friend that I spend time with that I'm pretty sure is an eight. And gosh, she's, she can be so hard in some ways, but she's a hundred percent authentic and a hundred percent loving. And there's nothing about her that isn't loving, but she's, but she's not soft. She brought me with her. Her daughter had to go in and speak to a pediatrician and she asked me to go with her. Uh, partly as a, as a medical thing, cause I can speak medical words and she does not. And partly she just, she's like, I'm worried that I'm going to come off so aggressively with a doctor that they're going to shut me down. And I need the doctor to hear me and, and hear my daughter. And she invited me along and that doesn't intimidate me. Like that doesn't, that doesn't put me off at all. And, and I think that that's, that's what I'm drawn to with eights. And you're gentler. Like, you're a lot yes. gentler than her. Yes. You're not, like, my She's other friend. She's gentle eights. Yeah. yeah. But, but I like, I think that's why I like eights. I think also when you touch on the authenticity piece, I wonder if that is because you guys are so trusting all the time or you just assume everything is, like, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's very, like, it'll be the it'll be fine thing. Mm-hmm. You just take everyone at face value. Yeah. And so when they don't show their true colors and you find out after that's very scary, right? It is unnerving because you, you just naturally, your natural being is to Mm -hmm. trust, just trust it as it is. Whereas we, I think we weigh that more. We can pick out the like, nope, not you or nope, you're holding that Mm. or nope, you're not. And so the worry of someone not, I I appreciate authentic people more than anyone else. And I don't want to really be friends with people who aren't authentic Mm because they're a lot of work because of that. Because Mm -hmm. I'm constantly like, okay, what's the truth? What what are you holding back? Why Mm -hmm. are you holding back? All that, right? So, but with you guys, I think a lot of it has to do with just you go in so trusting blindly Mm -hmm. that when someone throws you off, it's got to be, yeah, so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't hold a grudge though. Like I don't hold a grudge. Nope. I've never held a grudge that against anybody. That would make anybody. you not happy. That would bog yeah. you down. <laughs> yes. bog you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But certainly there's no effort. Like I've had a couple of friendships break down in the last few years for so many reasons. And I can see why and it's okay. But I have no desire to reach out to everybody. Like I have no desire to go back there again. Like, so this is the difference and, between you and us, right? You're like, friendships broke down. It's okay. 
but I'm not, you set a boundary. I'm not going back. It's not safe for me, Yeah. but I'm good. Yeah. We're like, we lost a person (laughs) and it's really horrible. It stays. Mm -hmm. And it stays like this lead weight, this rock in the Mm -hmm. bottom of our being. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. can't dislodge. I'd like you to come get it and throw it out for us so that we can be light like you. (laughs) I always say my heart has a door and it's actually always open even long 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 after the relationship died mm. and so it leaves room for pain always i just am really good at just closing a lid or something mm. on my emotions but it, it is still there and i feel like i never quite close the door on anything so it's tiring do you yeah. close the door on things do you think if those people in your life came back and were like apologetic and genuine could you open the door again I don't know. I don't know that I just, because I'm never wrong. Is that a, is that a piece? Because I'm not wrong. She's uh-huh. wrong. I see her oh, for sure. bit of that. And yeah. and I don't think that she'd ever want to apologize, but I would have to. Right. And that, that would kind give of. Would up a piece of your, it would be false. Yeah. Yeah. We require that too, though. Like, that's what I'm trying to get it, at. That's let's different. just say it go, yeah. you come back and that person is apologetic. Yeah. And says, I miss you. Them? I want you in my <sighs> life. And I am so sorry for what I. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Like I've never contemplated that. You can't even go there. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You can't hold space. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that you've moved on. So sevens, even more than eights, they're moving forward, forward, forward. And it's like you're like, I don't want to rehash an old thing. It's stale. Like yeah, we've moved on into the fun and the bright and the possibility of other. Yeah, and so it's an old thing. And if you do hold on to the possibility of behind, there is a weight you're carrying because you are dragging that like maybe. Yeah, they cut that free. Since and it. if you cut it free, you're free. Yeah. Whereas eights, that's all we do is hold weight. It's like, it's I'm like going to cut free. I want to try that. I wish I could. <laughs> yeah. She crosses my mind all the time, but it doesn't bring a heaviness. Yes. It's, 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 it's almost emotionally snifter free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I figured. <laughs> That's a key piece, actually. And it is visual. I can see it. I can see it as like the drag of a parachute and they've snipped it. And we, it's always with us, but we're strong enough to hold it. Like weirdly, it's like our job. And the problem with us is when we've held things that we should have snipped away. And that's where you guys It's knowing the difference for us. (laughs) It's like you have to bring the scissors to snip us free sometimes. It's true. Yeah. It's It's true. We talk a lot about how our friendships have changed from in the last 10 years, yeah. eh? And it does sit with you very differently yes. than it sits with me. Weight. Yeah. It is weighty. Yeah. yeah. But I think that is a good distinction. I think that sevens, you do bring that. You do know where it's like, this isn't yours to hold anymore. Mm-hmm. More than I think we do. Well, because we, bring we it think to we each can other fix Because everything. there are some things they should hang on hang to. Hang on to, yes. And don't want to. They've already snipped it free and we're like trying to get the strings to retie them. Like they needed you, you needed them. And then you do the opposite where we should have let go. Yeah. So you can snip. And that's like a really important dynamic that I think we can offer each other for willing. Yeah. There's probably a lot of growth that would come from trying to repair some of those broken and we've experienced it, right? Every eight will have a story of reconciliation and it was worth hanging on to them. Yeah. Because it wasn't too late. So we could tell you those stories and maybe like empower you yeah. to like scan. <laughs> I, and this is, you're hitting something I'm thinking of right now. I think that that's a huge difference between us two. We go forward thinking, I can fix this. You go forward thinking, I don't want anything to do with that. I am going to cut it. Yeah. Right. Or I'm thinking of your relationship with like, but with your dad yeah. or your mom, right? Like you're working on you. Mm-hmm. You're not interested in fixing that relationship. Mm-mm. 
No, I'm really not. Yeah. No. And then I'm the one who's like sitting down my parents and like, I am going to fix them. Yeah. And realizing, oh, wait, that was never mine to do. But there is times where that is. And the Mm -hmm. willingness to fight through some of that really uncomfortable hard stuff to see if it's there. Mm -hmm. Whereas you're more of the like, I'm just not even putting the time there or the effort there. Like if that's too scary and too too traumatic well, for be painful, me to right? painful. I'm mm-hmm. just going to go to not, I'm going to cut it all off right yeah. away. Yeah. If they weren't my parents, I'd cut them off. I would, I would. Like, I'm being totally honest. The only reason I'm still in contact with my parents is because they're my parents mm-hmm. and you just don't do that. It's like, that's not the right thing to do. You stay in contact with your I, parents. I know a seven who's cut off every single nuclear family member did it years ago, yeah. years ago and doesn't look back. Totally detached. Gone. Yeah. Just gone. I'm like, oh, okay. I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think at any point in time in our friendship that there's been struggles between both of us being strong-willed at the same time? I don't think so. I hope you don't say it. No, I'm having a hard conversation now. The Enneagram Institute says that too, like the potential trouble spots. And one of them is that we both bring a lot of like will and determination to the table. But I can speak to that. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I don't know that I'd want to be in business with you. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think we should be a business no. together. <laughs> because I think that, because then there are hard things that have to be dealt with. And I would never want to have to do that with somebody who's a really good friend. Yeah. So I would never put myself in a situation where we'd have to have, make it uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? We say, I say that, that would be a disaster. I think it would be. Mm-hmm. We both have very strong-willed views mm-hmm. on how this should go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My experience with sevens is they are our most brilliant partners in adventure and fun, but very tricky partners laboring towards a common goal Yeah, in, in any kind of serious way Yeah, because of those issues. Yeah. And it was being thrown into situations with some of these sevens where that was just our lot was we had to work towards something that kind of ruined the relationships. And it really had to do with I can feel it inside me just talking about it is I couldn't shift them. I, like knowing, knowing, knowing I held a piece of truth mm-hmm. that I know they needed and they wouldn't receive it. And mm-hmm. they must have been feeling similar from a different angle. They were going, I've thought this through. I've cleverly, I know the way forward because my thinking is better than hers. Mm-hmm. Why won't she hear? But my gut was like, no, we're total impasse. Their thinking being their way forward mm-hmm. and my gut and they, they weren't meeting in the same spot. And because of our independence and our strength, it mm-hmm. just couldn't work. Mm-hmm. So that I would agree makes them better camping buddies than yeah. partners, sadly. I actually wonder if we were in business together, you would know better than me because your thinking piece is better than mine. And I might say it or have a different feeling. But you wouldn't want to go against me. No, I wouldn't. And, and I would, would get give, resentful. And then you would give me what I want. Yes. And you wouldn't stand up for yourself. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to be true to you. Yep. I would get really resentful. Yes. Really and quickly. I wouldn't know mm-hmm. you didn't agree with me mm-hmm. because you wouldn't say, <laughs> I don't agree with you. I want to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And I would just think you agreed. Mm-hmm. And we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's one flavor of seven. I happen yeah. to have. No, I know another flavor of sevens and they're like f you right from the get-go it's like a natural recoil yeah that goes there's on. another seven in my life who's like that too. <laughs> That's yes right. i For happen sure. to have a bundle of them yeah. and they're all like that so like you are very different and then and i also i think i'm very aware now of 
I got like, like in a bowl in a china shop. When I've got an idea, I like just get out of my way. I'm going with it. And nobody else's ideas are even worth thinking about. And I just go and do it because I can do it. I can get it done myself. I don't need help. I'll do it myself. I'll do it the best way and it will work and it will be fine. But I know now, I know that. And I know from the Enneagram, there's a whole lot of other ways of thinking around things and taking people's opinions. And I work really, really hard to truly listen to people's opinions now yes, and not, do. not just listen, but be like, how can I bring this on? How can I, maybe I need to make it my own in order to go with it. But like, we're starting a new program at the clinic right now. And I've got two of my coworkers are going to help me with it. And I actually really want their feedback. I really do want their feedback, but I've had to go into it and set it up in a way. If I've set it up that it won't work without their feedback so it doesn't feel like they're pushing against me as I've already created the space ahead of time that that's what I need to be able to go forward. So I have to plan that far in advance right. to be able to bring other people in and meaningfully bring them in and not just do it myself. And I think that one of the biggest things between you know a few years ago and now is that you have the confidence to go in and say, what do you guys think or take feedback? And then you actually do weigh it against mm-hmm. what you think. Mm-hmm. And do I think this is valuable? Do I think they're right? Mm-hmm. And you now have the courage to say, you know what, guys, I appreciate that I'm going to go my way. Yeah. Whereas I think before you didn't welcome feedback because you were afraid if you took you have to take it. Yeah, I think you're right. And conflict is the scariest thing and I will avoid it and I will avoid it and I will avoid it and I will avoid it. And I still spend a lot of time, like I just said, I'll set things up ahead of time. So there's not conflict. There's collaboration. If I want collaboration, I don't want conflict. So I need to make sure I've set it up that it isn't conflict for me. Whereas I think other people would be okay for it to be conflict. Like they, or maybe we don't see it as conflict. We see it as collaboration. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to actually touch on that because I was thinking about my sevens and I think I portrayed them as aggressive. They're not. Mm -mm. So what it looks like is they will not go along, but it's a quiet retreat. Mm. So they just like quietly do not do. Mm-hmm. what I asked. It's not abrasive. Like an eight would say, no, you like yeah. directly like vocalize yeah. it and actually want to talk about why or whatever. Yeah. But the sevens, I know they've just kind of disappeared. I'm thinking about <laughs> them now and I'm going, when did they disappear? They did. Yeah. They just disappeared. That's exactly, they that's exactly what I would want <laughs> I to do. Like ghosting. Yeah. Actually one of them coined it. One of my sevens said, I ghost. He'll just disappear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so cruel. <laughs> that is so cruel because I need clarity and I mm-hmm. need the relational, like, I would so prefer just be my honest. sevens. Give I, me some honesty. I'm still waiting. Like I'm going three for three. I am waiting for them to say, I didn't like this. I need this to be over because there's no closure for me. They just disappeared mm. slowly. And I know better than to hunt them because that's the worst thing you could do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I won't do it, but it aches because it just was like this evaporation that happened. So yeah, just to be clear, sevens, they don't confront No. and they, they just go away. Do you relate <laughs> to that? The quiet dislike? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just don't think I want to talk with you anymore. <laughs> I'm just not going to reach out. I do not agree with the situation. I'm just going to slowly back away. Yeah. (laughs) That feels more nine. They actively somewhere in their head said, I'm over this. Yep. I'm over this. And then they just walked away and I was cut off, you know? And I was like, (laughs) I didn't know that. I did not know I was cut off, except it's been a real long time. (laughs) (laughs) So there is, there is power. Like I can feel their power Mm -hmm. of being able to go, I'm done. That's the power. 
This is the longest time in my life where I've lived in one place long enough to have relationships for long enough that that could even happen. Right. Because <laughs> we moved so every couple of years as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then with my ex-husband, we moved with the military. And like I've never been in one place long enough that the relationship, I've done that in a relationship. Because if things are hard, well, so something's going to change eventually. I don't not have to worry totally. about it. Right? Just I'm going to leave because that's what's going to happen with my life. Totally. And, and so, yeah, this... This last three years again of the first time that there's been hard things that have happened that I've not been able to move, like physically move to a new location to never have to worry about it. Like, all right, start new. Let's mm-hmm. make some new friends. This will be good. Right. Yeah. And most sevens arrange it that way so that they're always moving. Well, they like it. Cause I'm it like itching. Kind of uh, I'm <laughs> itching to move right now. Like, <laughs> it's like, and I can't because the kids are pretty dug in and I'm not going to uproot them. Yeah. But if I didn't have kids, I would not be in Ottawa anymore right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that itch is there. Like, I need to go. I need to go. I feel like we all feel like that right now. (laughs) We didn't have tethers here. Yeah. Did I do good? Did I do good? You did a great job. You have to tell her. (laughs) It's actually going to be life-changing. Like, so many of our eights are drawn to sevens because we we share a a wing. And we vocalized, I think, all the key. Oh, good. All the key things that come up with them. And no seven, I think, is able to vocalize it quite like you did. It's really, really hard to get my feelings to come out in words. I know. Really, really hard to do. Yeah. And it's awesome. I'll keep working on because I think it's important. Really. (laughs) No, and I think you're like a brilliant example of being very authentic. That it's not easy and it's not without pain, Mm -hmm. but that it's possible. It's possible for sevens and. Yeah. And there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, like back to that bird thing, like you actually saw the tears, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. that was the hardest step was actually to yeah. see that there were tears to begin yeah. with and to actually name them. And that is the difference between you and most of them. I wonder how many sevens end up in abusive relationships, though, abusive marriages. I think that that growth that comes, like that post-abuse or post-traumatic growth that mm-hmm. comes from that, I think that's where it comes from. Like, I think if you've never had something really bad happen as an adult, as a seven, it's just so easy to yeah. not. Yeah. So as hard, yeah, as, as, of- hard as it was to be in that marriage for so long and to look back on it now and to, like, to reflect on it, I wouldn't be who I was. I wouldn't have been able to grow the way I did if I hadn't gone through that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, super important. I think sevens would avoid it. They avoid you. So the sevens in my life, the trauma happened young in their family relationships and Mm -hmm. they have been avoiding it ever since. Mm -hmm. So they, they haven't landed in other situations because they're allergic to them. So like they can sniff them out. Yeah. And so um, anything that makes them feel that same way. That that's right. So mine have been up and running ever since. It's so interesting because the more I learn about my ex, the more he is like my mom and my mom is not a safe human. And the fact that, I didn't like, I knew, mm-hmm. but I was drawn to it rather than allergic to it. It's really kind of interesting too. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wonder what it was that drew you. I think it's safety and familiarity of what yeah. we know. You know how oh, to behave I knew it, in yeah. a situation that you know. Yeah. Where you know the rules. It yeah. Were, no surprises, I guess. There were no surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No surprises. I knew exactly how he was going to behave and... And it was, and you knew he treated what you me horribly. And I knew, I knew that. I knew it was, it was predictable, 100% predictable. But you didn't frame it as that. Then? No. No. 
Because you don't even know that you're in it. No. You're in it. Like you're framing it as yes. this is this is normal. This is mm-hmm. this is me. I can do better or I can avoid or I yeah. can just shut this down yeah. or I can just not acknowledge this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can keep moving forward and I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. And I was thrust into this independence of like, I gotta take care of everything all the time. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Look how I good can. I am at it. And, and I can. can. Yeah. yeah. I could, yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I'd say is like picture a bunch of yous out there. What would you say? Like, what would be kind of the key thing that you'd say to them? Think of those little birds, like, frantically flapping. I don't even know I'm at a point yet Mm -hmm. that I've got good advice. Mm -hmm. I think, give me two more years, Mm -hmm. and i probably be able to put it into some words. Mm -hmm. So I think you said it so beautifully. Mm -hmm. I'm in the active healing phase, and I think I need a little more distance Mm -hmm. before I can put really good words to mm-hmm. it so but it's awesome to be a seven it's so good yeah it's the best we like you. joy all the time yeah. and you're also in the active healing stage but you haven't crumbled yet it, the world hasn't imploded it has no it's true right yeah is it valuable to go through this pain absolutely process, or would you go oh back gosh. to being ignorant to no. it no 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 this is way better it's way way better at this end of it well you just gave the advice okay that, that's what they need do hard work do yeah. really Go and talk about your parents. That's my advice. I dare you. Go dare and talk you. about your parents, whichever one was the difficult one for you or both. Mm-hmm. Go in and, and acknowledge, acknowledge that stuff from your parents. Yeah. That's it for today. We hope by now you've realized there's a lot more going on under the surface. And you'll continue to follow along as we take you inside the armor. We are so excited to share something new we've been working on. We have now launched the Enneagram 8 community. This is a community where Enneagram 8s can come together to feel seen and heard for the heart of who they are, a place where you can just be you. If you're interested in joining us here, go to the Enneagram8community.com to sign up.